the smell of napalm in the morning. Did you first blow? I'll bet you could suck a golf ball through a garden hose. Good morning, Vietnam! You let me worry about that green beret. Napalm in the morning. Your first, last, and only podcast for the Vietnam War through film. God dang hippies infiltrating the podcast. <laughs> Should happen more often. Matt, what are we listening to here? This is uh, Jerry Garcia, Merle Saunders, John Kahn, and Bill Kreutzman playing at the wedding for uh, Hell's Angel. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you know, um, we're listening to that for uh, not just because it's because it's good jamming music, but because uh, we are doing, <laughs> it's relevant, folks. We're doing a pretty awesome one today, and by awesome, I mean we're we're taking bullets so that you don't have to uh, in watching these films. Uh, this is the losers, aka you should, though. Nam's Angels, um, nineteen seventy. Uh, I'm here with uh, Matt and Troy. How are you folks doing? Excellente, as usual. I'm I'm I mean, doing great, man. I need to take a uh, I need to take a screenshot of Matt and Troy there. They're really they're really they're really kitted out for a uh, a reenactment of uh, of, of Nam's <laughs> Angels. Uh, so M- Matt, you're you're going as uh, as speed. That's uh, that's your uh, yes. Your, I just found out that was his name a few minutes ago. He's your right. spirit animal. And Troy, are you Limpy? Who's the who's our, is it? Gimpy? The uh, <laughs> Limpy, the, yeah, the uh, the fill-in for Christopher Walken. That's what I thought when I first saw it. I was excited. I thought it was Christopher Walken on there, but it ends up being Limpy. Yeah, um, on the show. Uh, none of us are Dirty Denny, and uh, but uh, you, you know, we're this, this film is uh, like you just read that there, there's there aren't very many blurbs for a movie that are better. Um, sort of the one sentence version of this. How about this, folks? Um, in 19, 19 November 1965, Sonny Barger, the maximum leader of the Hells Angels Motorcycle Club, sent a telegram to President Johnson, ordering the Angels as guerrilla fighters, again, uh, mis- <laughs> guerrilla fighters in the Vietnam War. Though the president turned them down, the idea became a Vietnam War movie, made in the Philippines, using sets and crew from Too Late, the Hero. So yeah, this is it. You've got you've got CIA, you've got uh, you've got Cambodia, you've got uh, Vietnam War, you've got the Hell's freaking Angels, you guys. Um, the army handed them guns and a license to kill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need to have Troy do, have do the, a movie poster reading of our. That you was have the audio the poster reading right there. You got the audio of the uh, of the angel, uh, our boy Sonny, uh, reading the letter to Johnson. Yeah, yeah, let's uh, let's let's tap into that. So so that's an actual thing that happens. So the uh the Hells Angels are a uh um a group of uh of of motorcycle enthusiasts who um who after after World War II they form and they um they have a very conflicted relationship with with the US, with its government, with its people. Um but what you didn't know, maybe if you think of them as uh, uh sort of 
um, um, anti-establishment types. Uh, listen to their headman, um, Ralph Sonny Barger, in uh, um, is this is this clip from? Um, I think it's sixty-five. Sixty-five. It's after they smashed up a bunch of kids at Berkeley, I believe. Yeah. Yes. Friggin' Berkeley kids. So here we Do go. This is the uh, um, president of the Hell's Angels talking about a little note he wants to send to John. That's our feeling about it, and that's it. Here's a letter that we sent to a telegram to President Johnson. And we'll have President Lyndon B. Johnson, 1600 Pennsylvania Ave, Washington, D.C. Dear Mr. President, on behalf of myself and my associates, I volunteer a group of loyal Americans for behind the line duty in Vietnam. We feel that a crack group of trained guerrillas could demoralize the Viet Cong and advance the cause of freedom. We are available for training and duty immediately. Sincerely, Ralph Barger, Hell's Angels, Oakland, California. Yeah, so that's uh, that's from uh, that's from. That's all you need. You just need a crack group <laughs> to get behind the lines, and it'll really frustrate the guerrillas. I he mean, actually should have been in this. He seems to have the acting skills just by reading what he read there. I could tell he he was pretty amazing. Did you? Did he you? Mo- mo- moving. His uh, his uh, he's got a pretty sweet vest too. He doesn't just have the suns out, guns out. Um, best. He's got, he's got a little fringe cut in the, he's really, uh, um, yeah, he's a, lots of, some good flair going yeah. on. Uh, so, so the, so this is, this is, uh, this is a what, grindhouse, um, uh, flick this, you, you may have known, um, you've may have seen some of this movie. If you've seen Pulp Fiction, you have seen part of this movie. Did you guys know that? Um, I did the, not. The, 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 the part where Bruce Willis is coming in after his fight boxing and on the TV is this, uh, um, it's a, the quote from the movie says, Oh, it's a motorcycle movie. I'm not sure of the name. And what they're watching is one of, uh, Tarantino's, uh, sort of cult favorites, um, the losers. And so this is a, uh, uh, this is, this is that film, um, where this you know, ragtag group goes into, um, to really give them the what for behind the lines. Uh, in, in the Vietnam War. I see it going splendidly. Before we dive in, let me just uh, remind our listeners here. Hit us up at Napalm Podcast on Twitter. And uh, we're, we're not very good at the self-promotion thing, but, um, you know, hey, if you're enjoying yourself, um, why don't you hit that like button? Why don't you give us a five-star rating there? That helps other people see us. That gets a word out about our podcast. And, uh, you know, that makes us very wealthy people, so... Yeah, share that with the friends and uh, yeah, give us a give us a rating. We're happy, to, and we all, we're all, we're going to be coming up here pretty soon. We're going to be taking some, watching some movies, some uh, uh, fan requests. So we're also right. at, your, at your beck and call. We haven't so, forgotten whatever the, the, your name was on Twitter. The the power is uh, the power is yes. in your in your fingers there. Um, so yeah, let's let's uh, let's let's dive right in. We we've got we've got a lot to say about. Um, the angels themselves, including a very exciting um, Hayes, Hell's Angels quiz that I'm going to give uh, Matt and uh, Troy <laughs> to see, oh, if yes. they're, see if they're ready to jump in the gang. Um, look, you guys, I've seen Sons of Anarchy, and so I know a few things about uh, how these motorcycle clubs work. So, Okay. Looking forward to it. And uh, so, so the... the uh, I've already got my meth lab, so we're good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You've got to... You're, you're cooking the biker crank. Um, that's right. So, uh, <laughs> the right away, you get some signs that um, maybe this movie doesn't have the biggest budget in Hollywood. Uh, what? 
Yeah. It's, uh, we, uh, uh, we open on, um, uh, a fake. It's about 350. <laughs> 350 is what it is actually. Right. <laughs> 350,000, I think, is what the, the, total uh, yeah. budget. the budget was. Yeah. Yeah. For this movie. Um, and uh, we're, we open on a fake Buddha shrine. Um, it looks like the, you know, the pavilion in Groundhog Day, um, like, a, like, a, like the town square, like, like it's a, supposed to be this, uh, this, this shrine. Um, uh, also, it's yeah. set in the Philippines, this movie. So give well, us some film. credit for yeah. that. <laughs> Right, it was in Georgia. That's that's we've got a, we've established a low bar. Probably brings up a good point. It's <laughs> it's not filmed in the United States. Um, and uh, you know, soldiers and locals they're just relaxing. They're just hanging out, just having a good time, playing the guitar. Just it's uh, um, it's feel good here. And uh, uh, did you guys like these uniforms that they have on? Very authentic. I wasn't sure what country they were from, but they were very authentic. So. Well, and it was confusing from because they may have been from, you know, some guys had the straight green, some guys had like a tiger sort of print thing going on, um, and uh, there was no really <laughs> uniformity to the uniforms. I was all. disappointed they didn't have urban camo. I mean, I they, but you know, hey, yeah, no, they didn't. I mean, it's it's sort of like it, it was very very like seventies little boy um, trick or treating, like the soldier, like sort of plastic um, looking. It was. Um, the, the I don't know where, I mean it's 1970. There's no shortage of of um, actual American um, fatigues floating around. Why why they are why they are getting these? Um, they look maybe they're Albanian. Flash forward to uh, spoiler alert to um, some of the friends and foes coming down the road. But, but you think uh, you just hop over to Clark Air Base and uh, yeah you know, yeah right. talk to the, a couple people if you're in the Philippines. It's not going to be too tough. Yeah. Hundreds of thousands of U.S. soldiers are there, right, uh, right next door. Um, there was also nice, the nice touches where, like the the insignia um, were put on, with seemingly with a sharpie, like the, on their on their helmets and on their. That was a nice touch. Uh, yep. Freehand, like not at all expertly done. Um, uh, maybe maybe this is intentional, guys. This was like, like look, look, we we we're in on the joke, you know. Um, <laughs> or. That's all we could afford. Could be <laughs> or either. That's that's totally what we could afford. Um, so then uh, uh, that that idyllic scene is broken up. A buffalo cart shows up, and then boom, black pajama BC pop out, ambushing everyone. Um, and it is a you know it is a real carnage. Um, the 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 blood. Troy, you've done some hunting. This was very realistic. This piece of blood. Um. Yeah. I. Other than, I mean, I could probably get the same color at Home Depot, but other than that, uh, it's uh, it was pretty similar to uh, deer hunting in a, in the blood color sort of way. <laughs> you, uh, like you, neon yeah. red, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was very oxidated for sure. It was very like very bright. Yeah, it was so neon. It was it was really it was really great. And then and then um, lots of sort of dramatic dying scenes. Um, it reminds me of some of the sort of the bonanza kind of like a. Lots of uh, falling over railings and like flailing on the ground. Um, uh, this is like the A team with with the blood, with the red paint. I mean, if you want the A team, right. but you didn't, you missed the red paint. You've got her now. So right, unlike the A team, they're actually hitting people. Like they're they're That's they're, they're wounding these people. Um, this is legit. And then another great scene: the sort of the the U.S. soldier slash nerd. You know, the dude with the thick glasses. 
uh, he pops up and indiscriminately kills the bad guys, yeah. but also half of the villagers. <laughs> but not the kid. There's just one kid standing yeah. there, like he's the one kid left out of the whole village or whatever, and he doesn't do that. And Q in America, fuck yeah, right there. I think that would have worked out pretty well. So yeah, it was it was also like the poor the poor kid. You get to like probably an, I'm just gonna go out and leave here. Probably not a trained actor. Like like cry, you know, like yell at. He's like it's a it's a um not a total convincing um crying uh, going yeah. on, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> That might even have been dubbed in. The crying might have been dubbed in on the kid, I'm pretty sure. You think they could do a better job if it was written dubbed in? <laughs> yeah. Uh but but uh but you're but you're left to like sort of the horror, you know, like that's what you're supposed to, you know, because because we go from that to uh, uh an American convoy of soldiers, they're getting ambushed and like you can tell like guys, we're in the shit here. This is Yep. Artillery's things- flying down on them and Yeah. It's no bueno. Yeah, this is uh, this is uh, this is Nam, and um, you know, this is again pretty different than um, um, Green Berets in the sense that uh, there's some there's some dissent about um, how it's going in Vietnam. This is 1970, and uh, some of that the some of that antipathy will be voiced through um, our heroes? Question mark Who are the the, the losers? Ron Burgundy. <laughs> Yeah, uh, they they just uh, they just finished up at at Altamont, the Hell's Angels, and so they uh, they they trucked on over um, and out of. I this... was really hoping the Ark of the Covenant was going to be in the back of that truck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it is. It's very reminiscent of that scene, right? The tarp goes up, and out of there, like you know, sort of rock music sting. Um, are the are the Hell's Angels? It wasn't Sting, though. It was not. It's definitely not Sting. Um, I mean, how would you describe some of these characters looking? Well, I was excited. Like I said earlier, the, the fro, the, the dude with the fro, I was like, that's Christopher Walken. And then they, they panned in. And I'm like, ah, oh, I was kind of bummed out. And then the one guy has the, uh, it's, I think it's, um, link. He has the, it looked like pull tabs, beer pull tabs for the earring. He liked <laughs> that they were tied together. He said he got those from an actual hell's angel. At I, one point. <laughs> oh, I know. I, yeah, that's a the, humble brag it looked, right there. It looked like pull tabs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the uh the the bad guy i mean we've seen we see link in um what's he been uh, william smith uh uh you have to tell can... me who these guys are because i uh, i didn't catch any of the names matt so. you you know him from conan the barbarian you know him from red dawn you know him from rumblefish um you know him from I any know. which way you can uh so link uh, link is know. the dude with the earring um he's probably the okay the the only recognizable actor are there any other? Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, quote unquote recognizing so. Yeah. <laughs> quote unquote. Yes. Yeah, it's like I've seen him. Now where? Yeah, that's <laughs> it's not really uh um but yeah, he shows up and then you've got you've got this uh his his ragtag uh group. We've got Link Thomas, who is the um who's a vet. They're all vets, and he's the brother of the army major who recruited them. Um you got you got Duke, who's a veteran. Who will he's got Duke's got a big heart, you guys. Um you've got you've got Limpy, who is uh That's my Christopher Walken. That's right. That's his like cheap brother. It's his side yeah. that's the B It's actor. a dime store. Why? Dime, store Christopher <laughs> dime store Christopher Walken, yeah. Why why do they call him Limpy? I don't I don't get it. 
he explains to his girlfriend later, like, the, like, oh, man, because I got a limp, man. Like, cause... <laughs> and he never limps in the <laughs> but I can see him walking. Uh, and then you've got uh, um, crowd favorite Speed, um, who's, who's uh, got a, who's got a, Sort of uh, poncho on, and uh, um, he's observing sort of south. He's got a, he's got a Buddhist swastika, not a not a Nazi swastika. That's right. Um, There's a difference. It's just drawn on with red marker though on his headband. Yeah, he's got a very Brett Michaels headband hair. <laughs> they may have used the red paint for the blood to use that for the swastika. They might just like incorporate some that. extra. Yeah, yeah, right. and let's go dip it dip it in that torso over there. Yeah, right away you're left to like the to like they all kind of uh, and then oh dirty Denny, who is um He is dirty, man. He is dirty. He's a bad dude. Um I I, I think independently Is this I've, the big balding guy? This is this is the, the guy who slaps everyone around. <laughs> okay. Dirty. Yeah. This guy this guy is the villain in the movie, I I'd say. Yeah. I vote we, for it, we but... all want him to die. <laughs> he's he's pretty much the Ike Turner to all the women in this movie. So, <laughs> yes. Uh... He is uh, had him rolling down a river, uh for sure. Oh God! <laughs> so, um, so uh, you know they they've got they so they've got the they've got the their their rock and roll haircuts they've got uh, they've got the glasses they've got the jewelry they've got the suns out guns out um, these are hell's angels you guys they've got some iron crosses going on which yeah they again incorporate with the uh, luck, good luck charm of the Buddhist, Buddhist swastika so yeah yeah they're uh, you know I mean it's very um, I mean, I don't know if I'd use the word authentic, but they, they, they you could tell they tried to like, uh, um, they tried to, they tried to keep it as much as they could. Um, let's listen But they're to... the devil's advocates, right? Did you mention that? They're not hell's angels. Yeah, yeah right, right. devil's advocates. Right. That's, that's right. So they, uh, just no affiliation. To, right. They're not affiliated with the hell's angel incorporated or whatever. Right. Whatever. After what? After what went down at the Rolling Stones concert, they didn't want to. Uh, they didn't want any more bad press, you guys. So, Hell's Angels, uh, and they're pretty. They're pretty tight on their intellectual property, the Hell's Angels. So they would be. Their lawyers would be on this. Um, yeah, wait till they hear about our podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So let, let's listen to uh, let's listen to a little clip here, um, where this quote unquote bunch of freaks shows up. Well, I didn't know you were going to show up looking like a bunch of freaks. Oh, wait a minute, Matt. Look, you hired Scooter Trash for this job. That's what you got. Scooter Trash. What'd you expect? A bunch of campfire girls? Zing. Boom. I guess not. How are you? Finally, sitting. Matt, let me introduce you to these freaks. This here's Limpy. Mm-hmm. This is Duke. Speed. Dirty Denny. Speed has a real... Kind of Chris Varley vibe too to him as well. It's kind of lumpy and um, yeah. So these scooter trash, bunch of campfire girls. You know what did you expect? Um, you know we I think they've said freaks three times, like for the audience. Like, hey you guys, like we want you to know. All right, so so we're 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 left to hear the extraction plan now. Um, yeah, I mean. Since you since you put that A team kind of uh, in my head, Troy, I have been it's it is very it is very. <laughs> we've called you here. Um, society has rejected you. Um, 
Yeah, and so so let's let's they there's lots of exposition in this film, so let's let them do it. Let's hear about um, the extraction plan from Dang Huck. Sounds made up. Um, what's going to happen there? Objectives here, Dang Huck. It's uh, two miles into Cambodia. It's a small village, maybe some Chinese troops, maybe some BC. It's neutral. We can't go in there, but you can. And if Anybody catches you, we never heard of you. But the CIA wants to get their man out of there. All right, so so it's off limits, everybody. Oh, so as we know, the United States respects the sovereignty of of <laughs> Indochina, and so it's not going to do it. Not going to happen. Nah, that's God right. That. Well, let's let's talk a little bit real quick about the. Border issues, Vietnam, Cambodia. Shall I jump in there? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to go way back, although I could. Um, You know, you could go 1,200 years ago if you wanted to go to the Encore area era or whatever. Um, uh, And, you know, at its height, it controlled part of South Vietnam, Cochin, China. Um, But let's let's bring things up to a little more recent times. Um, And... The question of where where these borders are is is something during this era of you know 1950s 1960s it brings a lot of tension between South Vietnam and Cambodia. Uh, the it's kind of like a common sort of theme for a lot of Cambodians that come kind of coming out of the colonial colonial era is a fear that Vietnam is going to take them over. So this is sort of kind of in the back of their back of the minds for kind of leadership for Sihanouk in Cambodia. Um, and the Khao Dai, which I think I've talked about in another podcast based out of Tainan in southern Vietnam, has a lot of adherents in Cambodia kind of crossing back and forth to go to the uh, major temple there. So that is sort of a, a bridge that is sort of, sort of like this borderless almost idea um, with the cow die there, but you know these these nations don't don't view it as borderless. Um, there's a lot of instances of like literally picking up border posts and like moving them <laughs> like several kilometers like into Cambodian territory. The Cambodians find it, hey, these aren't supposed to be here, and we're gonna put them back, and maybe I'll put them a little further into South Vietnam. And so this this sort of thing plays goes on for you know years in the mid late fifties into the sixties. Um, and right, these 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 mandala zones aren't exactly um, places where fences and border agents are sitting at at, at gates. These are these are um, open tracks that are of 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 densely forested yeah. areas that. Um, or planes in some cases. They should, uh, yeah. They built a wall. Why didn't they just build a wall, guys? Yeah. I'm seriously, that would have been the easiest thing to do. Would make Cambodia pay for it. <laughs> well, once you get into the war starts to pick up, um, there are communist Vietnamese uh, in kind of hiding over the border in Cambodia and South Vietnam. Uh, South Vietnamese troops, with the aid of the United States, are kind of at, at certain points cross the border, chasing them into Cambodia. And this, to make a long story short, caused a lot of tension with Sihanouk, and this is one of the primary reasons that Sihanouk ends up cutting relations with the United States in 1965, among other reasons. But one of the primary ones is, the, in his mind, not respecting the 
borders of Cambodia. Uh, and so, yeah, those relations will be severed between 65 and 69. And, you know, and, and those, Cambodia. and, you know, Cambodia, again, a country we've never were formerly or with, like the, um, if you think about Kent State or other, you know, at-home American issues, the, the Cambodia and the invasion of it and the, were major issues that, dro- that drove um, kind of U.S., like um, uh, foreign policy and, and hatred of the war, um, because it was such a clear case of sort of violation of sovereignty. Um, yeah. Um, and I think for our purposes, they never say when exactly this movie's taking place, but it's released in 70. We've we're got to assume it's taking place before uh, the U.S. incursion into Cambodia in spring of 1970. Um, or was this movie PSYOPs to prepare? <laughs> <laughs> it's prophetic. Well, I, I, yeah. I don't, I don't remember Richard Nixon when he made his announcement on uh, national television. And we're going to send some bikers across the border. This was a false flag, guys. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, so, uh, <clears throat> so. Okay, get back to the. Get back to the good stuff. The here. CIA's man, man, man in the country, Chet Davis, um, is uh, is held prisoner in in Dengheuk, and um, you guys, that's why you need the bikes. Fast in, fast out. It's like also yeah. airplanes or helicopters. <laughs> like it was like everything. Like there's just like it has to be motorcycles. Um, speeds all you got. I mean, riding through the jungle is so easy. I mean, on motorcycles for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, why don't we get Harleys? I mean, that's that's the thing. So we're, yeah. we're jumping to well, that. We should uh, let let's listen to the the some of the these uh, sort of fish out of water. You know, these Harley boys that uh, are are now over here with these uh, with these uh, Asian motorcycles. Here we go. It's a Yamaha, man. Hey, this is a Broads bike. <laughs> it's a Broads bike. Had a shopper in a dirt limpy. Hey, man. I'm going to be driving a Brad's bike. I want the gold one. I thought first, Bueller. No, man. Tell you what. We'll flip for it. Oh, Heads no. Heads I win, tails you lose. Cut it. Heads. <laughs> you lose, baby. <laughs> oh. So that was so clever. Yeah. Heads I, I love how he lose. just is like, I get it. okay, and then he gets off the bike. Like, Heads I win, tails you lose. It's tails. You lost. He's like, all right, fine. Matt, that is how dumb um, <laughs> speed is. Haven't you been painting? We've got to, we've, we're painting these caricatures of, uh, uh, of, the, of these people. So you can't like, hello. Um, yeah. So. Uh, I'm glad you named, designated me as the speed character for today's podcast, <laughs> by the way. Thanks. You got to paint that, uh, that symbol on your, on your headband. Yeah. Um, so these, these, these bikes got to be weapons on wheels, right? And so, um, uh, it's, it's unclear why they didn't, why they didn't drive to the city they end up heading to, uh, later. But, um, I think it's because, Hey, this is a, you know, this is 1970. We need a cross country sort of eastbound and down hot rodding through the, through the land. Right. Yeah. Little easy rider ish action. Um, but it's fantastic because, you know, they, the captain says, hey, you know, just stay behind the truck and follow us, which would make sense. But no, these men, they can't be contained. They are so out there. What do they do? Live to ride, ride to live, man. They Oops. go around the truck and they're, they're driving in front. Yeah, yeah. Flipping and the they bird. don't know where the hell they're going. The but... captain, <laughs> captain Jackson, yeah. 
Uh, it's great. So there, and then there's some like real, it, it, it was very, uh, every which way you can kind of, uh, it reminded me of like, they come through a village and, uh, you know, they're like riding on the sidewalk and like fucking shit up. And, you know, it's like, woo, the hell's angels are in town. You know, it's, it's real, uh, yeah. <laughs> Just stealing food from like food carts over. and stuff and breaking stuff. And, but, oh yeah. But you guys, um, some of these boys have heart. Some of these hell's angels, and uh, so right, right here. Uh, so we'll set the stage. Uh, so they've just like ridden through town. I'm and, already tearing up. You don't even have to even finish, but go yeah, ahead. Yeah, destroying things up, up, and already. then. Um, you don't look like Jane. You look like Cheetah. Oh. Okay, <laughs> let's, let's we'll, let me delete that. Okay. <laughs> okay, and then there's a there's a little um disabled boy, beggar boy. Hey, pal. <laughs> I've terrorized your village. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> so oh. he's, he's, he grabs this frightened little kid that he's just been doing wheelies through the town, like, hey, pats him on the head, like, was the thing is, too, did you notice later in the movie he that same kid was playing dominoes at a table? What? I, they had him. They had him in there twice. He was like, <laughs> he, like they don't have enough cast. Like, hey, let's this guy. Let's put him back in. Like, like we're, let's put we're, him we're, playing dominoes. We're not going to notice. Uh, we're, like we're, the village is that. I didn't know the village was that small, but yeah, they have the. Well, they, they the, mean they killed a bunch of the villagers. Like, you know, that's true. After they slapped those kids. The incident <laughs> later, disabled, we'll get to. The disabled kid was left alone playing dominoes, so he was cool. Yeah. Well, we got to taste like an intro to like who the Hell's Angels are. Um, there, Eric, you got that clip uh, of our. I think we have a, a phone call. Um, do we special? want to? Do we want to? Do we want to do the Jerry Garcia? Or do we want to hear about the? Um, the Charlie Watson Mick Jagger listening to uh No, do the Garcia when he like just says like, Oh man, they got like swastikas, you don't wanna like fuck with them and shit, man, you know? Okay. Yeah, so this is this is uh, from from the same uh, clip where you heard uh, some of the some of the music from Grateful Dead at the Hells Angel wedding. Um here you go, Jerry Garcia, um talking about some Hells Angels. Hey guys, and it's it weighs four hundred pounds and he's got on leather, you know, and big sharp metal things, man, and swastikas and all that stuff. I know for sure that I don't want to fuck with that guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and that's cool because that's telling me that's telling me who he is, you know what I mean? And I have the choice of I'm either gonna go in there and make a fool of myself or else I'm gonna be very cool. And if if that's what's happening, I'll be cool, you know. So yeah, that's how those people know. Like, hey, I'm gonna be cool. You know, and that's the lesson. Profiling when it comes that, to that. That's, so. that's the lesson that a lot of people in this movie didn't didn't take to heart. I mean, that's why Jerry, um, you know, like kind of spoke to so many people and kind of could make these like connections with Hell's Angels and uh, <laughs> yeah, poor Cambodian peasants. I mean, you know, he kind of had that worldly sort of thing going on. If if by Cambodian peasants you mean Filip- clearly Filipinos, <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, this was, this or was Filipinos, film. right? Uh, the, uh, yeah. one of the, one of those as evidenced by a, uh, uh, a very poor Chinese street dragon festival. I mean, the thing is like, I've seen some pretty awesome ones. Like this is like, uh, <clears throat> um, no, no offense to, uh, your children, Matt, but if I would have, uh, given your children a hundred bucks and said like, okay, make me a paper dragon <laughs> for, for the parade. You gave them eight bucks <laughs> that this is what they would have come up with. I think. 
I think this is what they would have come up with. It's really, really a pretty terrible um, uh, sort of street festival. Um, and then, and then uh, we notice that one of the one of the Duke slips away. One of the angels slips away. Yeah. Now I was confused for a little while because it looked like he was wearing a cardigan, like wrapped around his shoulders, like <laughs> the whole time when he's riding the bike. And I'm like, this guy doesn't look hard edge. What is what's going on? Like, yeah, what's with the cardigan? It turns out side. later I mean, it was gonna go see his lady. But, oh, yeah. okay, yeah. Either yeah. way, well, I think it still uh, applies. You know. And uh, and then uh, and then uh, this kind of movie can't be can't exist without some like some serious orientalist tropes. Um, hold, hold on, <laughs> I love him hiding the bike though. He he just like ditches oh, yeah. the bike randomly in the middle of a jungle, like. He doesn't know where the hell he is. Puts a couple leaves on top of it, and Puts he's a like, leaf. "Yeah, that's all right. Good. Uh, that that'll that'll do." And and then just kind of walks off. <laughs> <laughs> and then later grabs a guy by his ankles that <laughs> out in that, who has a hoe. Is it? Yeah. But um, you know, we we've got we got some trope. We've got Mama San's a go go. So right, they've got uh, they've got a um, they've got your nightclub brothel. Um, kind of scene going down, and uh, and then we have uh, um, Captain Jackson. Captain Jackson is uh, yeah. Uh, you may know from Starsky and Hutch. He's the no nonsense captain and, and on other films. Um, so one 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 sort of challenging aspect of Captain Jackson is he is African American, but for some reason they also have him wearing blackface. On top of his already African American, you're not black enough, dude. We got to like black you up a little more. It's so weird. It's very uh, Dylan esque, uh, Rolling Thunder review. You know when he wore whiteface. I'm sure everyone gets that reference. So yeah, yeah, totally. That's totally. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So so just <laughs> thanks. Just, <laughs> thanks. Uh, totally. Let got that it, dude. sink. Let that sink in. Okay, Captain Jackson. Um. <clears throat> but uh, he comes in looking for one of his lo- losers there. Um. You get some. You get some pretty sweet. Like uh, you got some heavy metal sitar going on. I mean, this is like. Uh, I mean, Matt, you, as a music fan, you this period, you must have just been like loving the the score to this. I movie. was not loving the score to this movie. I was thinking the score um, to this movie was very terrible. <laughs> let's uh, let's listen to a little bit of Mama San's Go Go, um, where there's. Uh, um, I think this is where she's getting to just trying to smoke opium. Oh Captain no, Jackman. Deep inside. He's not having it. Hey, Joe. Ashes? Opium? What you got to trade? Hey, Joe. What you give, huh? Where are you going with that gun in your hand? Give you a couple of broken arms. <laughs> oh. <laughs> if I didn't have more important things to do. Jenny. Blake. Blake. Ah, uh, his boys have disappeared uh, into the into the Mama Sansa go-go. Um, we're then treated to some, like, Oddly graphic, but not graphic um, sex scenes. Um, l- so l- quasi of, graphic, then. Yeah, yeah. so so PG thirteen R group sex scenes. Um, yeah, with uh, with Danny, Danny there with a bunch of ladies. Um, Danny the dickhead. Yeah, he's a he's a real asshole, and you're about to find out why because Jackson tells Danny like, uh, "Hey, by the way, um, your bike is being stripped out there," um, and Danny loses his shit. He runs out and says some uh, things you shouldn't repeat. Yeah, some some <laughs> some slurs were had, uh, which oh, we yeah. will not play. This movie is um, full of those, by the way. Yeah, 
it's uh, it's it is a lot of them. Uh, yeah, get your uh, you're playing a drinking game at home. Real <laughs> real sauced. Um, but then he he proceed, Danny proceeds to to slap a kid. Yeah, he catches um, one of the kids that was like taking the wheels off the bike. So he beats up the kid. The kid's mom comes running out. Fights the woman. Beats her, her up. And then like six six Vietnamese dudes come kind of tackle him. Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry. Okay. You know, I'm trying to stay in, in the, you know, keep in my character. mind in, gotcha, in Vietnam. Gotcha. Uh, they kind of tackle him, gets sort of piled on. Then he gets Hulk strength. like Yeah. yeah throws him off. Then he gets tackled again. And this is one of my favorite parts of the movie is that the captain comes out, uproots a tree, and just starts beating the Vietnamese with it. <laughs> Yanks a banana tree out of the ground. Starts hitting people. Um, and, uh, yeah. Um, oh, good old, good old Captain Jackson. Uh, so, so then oh, the... That, that scene yada, yada, had yada, so much... Epitaphs <laughs> are happening. And then, um, then we're built, building the bikes. Um, and, uh, you know, like... There was some real um, some lessons in intercultural communication here, you guys. I thought we were going on. Let's listen to uh, let's listen to Link talking to his bike mechanic. You see, Nookie. Look, man, we're gonna put together some motorcycles here. We need some parts, spark plugs, one quarter inch steel plate, some two inch steel strapping, and then you with me. Wit? I mean, like, can you dig it? <laughs> dig? <laughs> I love that he's you messing with the... what the hell I'm talking about? <laughs> yes. I can dig. Oh, jeez. Did you ever work on two cycle engines? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, so that was a nice little touch. He's, giving, he's kind of having to go at him, like, uh, uh, Playing the fool and um, like yeah, I know what we're talking about. Did you just say like yes? Like did the angels like, say dig? Like do you dig it, man? Like that doesn't seem angelish to me. You know? No. no yeah. It doesn't. Well, that's. I mean, that's part of the, the. This is this is a kind of like very special kind of after school intercultural communication because we're also treated to, um, uh, Captain uh, Captain Jackson talking about uh, what it's like to be a soldier. Uh, uh, African-American soldier here. Here we go. Man, I'm not in his boots. Let me tell you something about Chet Davis and his boots. <laughs> Use those boots for stomping on people like you and me. Ouch. I guess you wouldn't know much about that, would you, Captain? I mean, those bars bleach out a lot, don't they? That's right. They make you colorless. You really believe that, man? Man? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I believe it. There's also the the panning, like like these super zooms in on their faces, like to raise the. Did you guys really like? Did you feel the gravity of that? Like, I was moving. Could you you dig it? It was man heavy, heavy man. It was heavy. That was quite a heavy load. Um, Like the beatnik Hell's Angels here. And then a and then a really what I wish I. A scene they could have easily left out of this movie, which is the whole dumb subplot of Duke and Soraya. Um, so Duke is the guy with the cardigan who takes off and to, to, ditches his bike um, in somewhere in the jungle. Yeah, and, and suddenly is like, "Oh, that's the that's the road um, where my girlfriend lives." Um, 
And uh, yeah, I have. Uh, good thing he happened to be within walking distance from the bike he ditched. Like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh God! And uh, um, you know, the, he's in the, the cornfields. The, I thought he was in DeKalb. He was walking through cornfields. Yeah, yeah. No, right. It's there's a cornfield. Yeah. Um. So and then and then some. Now this is some of the original score for this movie mm. that is just amazing. No, no, so, no. Uh, I'm excited. No, 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 no. The acid rock sitar. Oh. Like, get ready for. Oh no. The losers. Some knock. Some oh, some. No. Knock Are you off. Play Kenny all this. Mute. Mute, all this. mute it now, folks. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> it's so out of tune with the whole movie too. Mm. <laughs> I think there are better musical scores in 70s porn than this, I'm pretty sure. You've heard. You've heard from God. people. Unfortunately, you cannot find this on Spotify and Apple, that, uh, <clears throat> that original soundtrack. Um, yeah. So that's just kind of, they just kind of walk around and there's sort of like, you know, silhouettes, you know, of them like at sunset and blah, blah, blah. They're trying to establish that they've. Got this okay, so long relationship. Jump in here. So yeah, Bob Stone wrote that song. I know, don't, I mean, humble brag for him, but he did write <laughs> Gypsies, Tramps, and Thieves. So, I mean, I don't know. Whoa. Not that, that's, uh, I don't know if that's a great song, but at least you can recognize it. So <laughs> I thought it was kind of funny. And then the, uh, the composer was um, Stu Phillips, and he uh, helped compose songs from such great shows as the fall guy bj and the bear night rider uh let's see the donna reed but show totally it is plenty Battlestar galactica i mean he i mean so i don't know got around. They, this is like a stepping stone maybe for them so you you can tell you can tell this movie quote unquote is very much like a um tv stand, tv quality <laughs> movie um yeah it was very fantasy island kind of situation. Uh, so you're saying that, Stu like. uh, put that song on his uh, resume or his CV or whatever when he's going around he, shopping? Yeah, yet. he it is there, but it's yeah, it's low on the and, and that's list what got him sure. in. You know, like oh, he got. Oh, the I think that kind of got him going. That. They're yeah. like, hey, I like this. That's hey, what got let's... him the Lee Majors job. Oh yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, so uh, Duke says he's taking Soraya back to the states. Um, seems like a plausible idea. You're here to infiltrate the Cambodian it's the CIA exfiltration mission like um one thing hey, the hell's angels they're known for is getting distracted very easily so those softy and and just for big hearts you guys like they they are they're such saps um well those he, hell's angels they're laying in bed post coitus and he turns there and he says I had a tough time finding you. And I was like, really? It seemed pretty easy, actually. You just, like, <laughs> ditched your bike in the jungle and walked for five minutes, and you were there. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I, I also want to say there's a road right at her house. Like, why did you just drive up to her house? Why did you ditch your bike? Like, Because <laughs> the family was all, they were all, like, He against, didn't want to see, be seen riding on one of those bras bikes. He didn't want, he didn't want to pull up on his Harley. Oh, uh, yeah. He wanted to press the family. That's, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, fa yeah. Family, by the way, is ecstatic. Could not be happier that this like <laughs> this guy is there, just <laughs> wheels in. Uh, yeah. and uh, yeah, he's much. Yeah, I you should have seen the guy when he... they were kissing. I was like, the parents are like, it just it seemed very uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yeah. a lot. that felt that felt true. Um, 
back at the uh, back at the uh, back at the club. You know, we're back treated to uh, let's 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 listen to some let's listen to some little sweet jams coming out of the uh, oh. coming out of the club here. I know the lyrics, right? <laughs> painted up and bruised. I'm painted up and bruised. This sound to get like a South Park love tonight. Got some money to lose. This is a this is Trey Parker. Like this is it sounds like yeah. It's it's got a little uh, Steppenwolf kind of vibe to it a little bit. Yeah, like yeah. If, like if, if Trey Parker like, was doing Steppenwolf. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. What I what I love is it shows that it's a shot of the club and we're we're um we're supposed to think, oh this is the house band. The house band has no microphones and there's a woman that, like with a bra on <laughs> dancing in front, like who's who sounds sort of like Lemmy. Uh, it was a very uh, at least pretend to have a like a secret out there if you're gonna. Uh, let us operate out of the out of the like illusion that this is uh, that they're singing this. It was great. Like, uh, um, one of them, one of the one of the guys has uh, sort of a uh, Paul McCartney bass in the band. A little, Ooh. little, 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 uh, little background catch for the yeah, um, yeah. So um, you know, and again, this is like part of this grindhouse aspect of this is it's more of a a vehicle for like you know boobs and nakedness. So there's more. Um, Limpy and Kim Sue have more, um, more boom, boom. Um, yeah, they're, uh, you like me really? And then, uh, <laughs> yeah, this is also poised post coitus. He says, uh, you're beautiful. And she says, you like me really? And then he pulls down the sheet. So like her breasts are exposed. And then he goes, really? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, but I mean, there's a wrench thrown into this, guys. What's yes, going on? we know what's going to happen here. I'm pretty sure she's got a baby. What yeah, kind he, of baby? Here's a, here's a baby in the background, and we shouldn't spoil it, Troy. We should we shouldn't spoil um, because there's a there's a big this is we're talking like um, we're talking twist like That's I'm true. your father. Later, Empire later Strikes on, yeah. Back. Yeah, um, we don't want to do that. We don't want to ruin it twist coming up at the end but there's a but they revealed there's a that thing about the baby now is that uh, uh, to, to partially yeah, i guess that's not that's partially not, you can, yeah, you go ahead limpy. you can reveal this matt you could leave leave oh, you this little nugget to direct there. i'm not going to directly yeah. quote limpy i will partially <laughs> no quote. i would hope you would not directly quote uh oh it's a n-word baby <laughs> yeah it was so shocking it's like what <laughs> Like, and the best part of that is she picks the baby up, you know, and he kind of moves in like, oh, God. come here, little baby. It's cool. And the baby turns away from him immediately. It's like, fuck you, man. Like, I heard what you said. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Don't try to don't play, play ally with me. Yeah. 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 And, and so um, and then we're and then we're back out. And then for some reason, Denny's that asshole seems to have taken over to the club. He's like. I'm taking money and he's, he's the mama son now or something. Um, and, uh, it's, 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 it's real awkward. Um, so the military police raid the club and, uh, yeah, this was pretty wild are, scene here. Yeah, this is, this is, this is total barroom brawl kind of a uh, big, uh, huge, uh, again, hate to go with every which way you can't, but this is a real, like, a uh, you know, 40 person fight that breaks out. I like that. They're like the, 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 you know the the general is up there, like he's just watching and like drinking, and like bottles are like from off cam. They're throwing him right by his head, and it'd be like smash next <laughs> to him, and he's like, 
<laughs> and there just cool. happens to be like a sawed-off double bear shotgun slaying around. I guess you know, just for whatever. Yeah, he picks. He gets smashed <laughs> he in the head the with a uh, right. Yeah, he gets smashed in the head with a bottle. He turns to shoot the guy with that shotgun, and he destroys the drum set. I'm like, that is the worst destruction of a drum set I've seen since Keith Moon on the Smothers Brothers in 1967. <laughs> Boom! When he loaded nice. it with dynamite and exploded it during their set. <laughs> <laughs> caused permanent damage for Pete Townsend's hearing, by the way. Just a just little fun fact for you kids out there. All right. <laughs> the known facts. more you know. Um, so, uh, yeah, and, 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 and again, in a kind of classic, like, no consequences for the white people, Danny <laughs> and Speed <laughs> end up in jail, <laughs> and they're, like, spitting on their jailers, being total dickheads, and, like, and they're like, um, you know, they could throw the book at you five years, and like, but you'd have to read our terms, and and. Then, You'll be out. Yeah, and what are those okay. terms? So, in my notes, I have, promise you won't be dicks again. And they go, okay. And then they're lit out. They're released. Uh, <laughs> that's basically, yeah. that's essentially it. Like, just stop doing dickish things. Okay, fine. And so, and so the, the, the Hells Angels uh, um, are, are uh, you know, they're going to, it's time for them to start arming their bikes up, you guys. They're ready to get them ready for this raid. Um, and, uh, if anything, the Hells Angels are proven sort of security agents. Um, let's listen to a little of uh, of Sir Mick Jagger um, live at Altamont in, in 1969 of December. Uh, this is a pretty infamous. Um, this is uh, you know Woodstock West, supposedly. Yeah, many say this is, is the uh, December 69 the end of the 60s. Uh, this is yeah, uh, sure. it's a pretty literally, solid literally. lineup. This is yeah. uh, the Air Jefferson Airplane, uh, Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young, Grateful Dead, and the Rolling Stones. On the same bill. Yeah, so an, an awesome lineup. Uh, they hire Hells Angels as security. and uh, uh, They pay them in beer, by the way. Pay, pay $500 in beer. Yeah. Um, here's, here's, a little of, uh, here's a little of Mick Jagger. Hey, hey, people. Well, let, let's hey. let's listen a little music into it. Yeah, you know. let's roll it. So he looks out of hey. the crowd. Hey. There's... Fists are flying. Keith, will you cool it? And I'll try and stop it. Cool it, Keith. Hey, hey, people. Hey. Sisters, brothers and sisters, <laughs> brothers and sisters. Come on now. <laughs> that means everybody just cool out. Cool out. <laughs> will you cool out, everybody? I know. I'm here. Everybody be cool now, come on. I can't believe that didn't stop the violence. Um, if only, if only Mick right. would have been at the Capitol on January 6th, uh, he, could have, he could have maybe intervened. Um, uh, we'll flash forward ahead a little here, but uh, um, be sure to check in at minute 3.30 is one of Matt's my favorite moment where a dog runs across the stage. Yeah. <laughs> it shows you like shit is out of control. No one is, no one is in control. Random stray animals are running across the stage. But here's back uh, when it's really breaking yeah. down. Yeah. Oh, no. A little sympathy for the Get devil. So spinal tap. Who's fighting and a what for? 
I'm still picturing Mike Myers actually doing Why Mick Jagger right now. <laughs> Why are we fighting? What's it for we anyway? Don't want to fight. Come on. Well, why, why, yeah. Should we talk about why they're fighting, I guess? Yeah, yeah. Why, why, why are they fighting, Dad? Tell us. Well, there's a few problems. Um, one of them is you, you've hired the uh, Hells Angels to, as your, to be security, <laughs> paying them in beer. And the stage what? is roughly at, and you can see this in the film, it's like roughly at knee level height. So, like, the people in the crowd yeah. are you know, easily, I mean, they're like, on the stage, essentially, that's part of the issue. One of the most fam- some of the f- most famous acts in the world. They have essentially no barrier between them. And yeah, the and, and that gets into a lot of issues with like when the permit was approved and everything. They were sort of like last minute getting all this stuff together at this uh, speedway. Um, but like you know, during the previous acts, the Stones were closing it. You know, the angels are jumping in the crowd, beating people with uh, you know bike chains and pool cues and stuff, and. Marty Ballin, one of the lead singers of the Jefferson Airplane, jumped into the crowd, got knocked out by the Hells Angels, like, during their set, like, while they're playing. Um, wow. And the dead refused to even play and go on um, because smart stuff was so chaotic, and they bailed. Um, and so that's all, like, kind of leading up to the Stone set. And uh, young, I think he was 18-year-old, uh, Meredith Hunter, I believe his name was, um, during this sort of chaos, like has a gun and he is stabbed by and, and killed by a hell's angel. Um, and well, Matt, um, we're going to, we're going to hear, should I play it? I mean, it's not without justification. The guy was asking right? for like, it. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Let's listen to, so this is a, this is a, this is Charlie watching Mick Jagger, um, listen to on a, on a radio call in where, um, uh, same friend from Bar- to start that we started the show with. Yeah, right. Um, the winds have changed since '65 and '69 uh, for a little sunny. Here we go. I think we've got one of the Hell's Angels on the line, Sonny Barger. If I got that right, Sonny. Yeah. Okay. What's up? I didn't go there to police nothing, man. I ain't no cop. I ain't never gonna ever pretend to be a cop. And this Mick Jagger, like, put it all on the angels, man. Like, he used us for dupes, man. You know, and as far as I'm concerned, we were the biggest suckers for that idiot that I can ever see. And you know what? They told me if I could sit on the edge of the stage so nobody would climb over me, you know, I could drink beer until the show was over. And that's what I went there to do. But you know what? When they started messing over our bikes, they started it. I don't know if you think we pay $50 for them things or steal them or pay a lot for them or what. Ain't nobody going to kick my motorcycle. And they might think because they're in a crowd. Of- yeah, so, um, yeah, their bikes are sacred, you guys. They are very sacred. And but let me just do another fun fact before we uh, get back to the film. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm going to try my hardest to turn this into a music podcast at some point. Um <laughs> Uh, <laughs> fun fact, <laughs> the three, three main festivals, Monterey Pop, 67, Woodstock, 69, and Altamont to close in winter 69, uh, one, one band played all three of those sets. Boys, here's your quiz. Who was that band? That band was Country Joe and the Fish. Not Country Joe. I was going to say the dead, but didn't they say they opted out on the The dead Altamont, did not play but... at Altamont. They... We're supposed to. No, it's the airplane. Jefferson Airplane. Nice. 
bonus points if you would have named uh, Stephen Stills of mm. formerly Buffalo Springfield played at Monterey, or Monterey and then as right, Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young at Woodstock and at Altamont and David Crosby who sat in for Neil Young as a one-time member of Buffalo Springfield at Monterey Pop and then also played Woodstock Altamont. Oh, that's a deep track. I mean, yeah. I'm more of a. I mean, yeah. I think Troy and I are more. We're more definitely more Jefferson Starship sort of fans. I mean, I was gonna um, hope they were gonna play. We built a city on rock and roll, but I mean, it was a little before their time. So. Yeah, that's when they still had good like musicians. <laughs> I mean, they're they're in the band, deep so, in the hoopla, uh, you guys. Yeah. So once once Jack and Yorma left, uh, you know, I think it was all downhill. But uh, well, we should. We I wish we could talk more about music because we're back to uh, to, 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 to Limpy and, and Kim Sue. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> that sounds like a country song. <laughs> Limpy and Kim Sue uh, oh. and her child. Uh, and one one of my favorite parts. This is. Netflix I would think movie. Limpy and Kim Sue couldn't have a child by the name, uh, but anyway, the movie. But like, they they make no one bats an eye. They said like, hey. Let's bring Limpy and Kim Sue and and the baby. Uh, let's bring them on our like on our uh, cross border raids. What could possibly go wrong? Really, yeah. seriously. Put them in the truck, you guys. It's not a fine. Problem. And my my favorite part of the scene is that when Limp as Limpy's getting into the truck, you notice like on his left leg, he's got like a yellow ribbon tied kind of just above his knee. And my theory uh, is that is to remind that's his him, old oak tree. That is to remind him which leg to limp on. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Or, or it's an homage, you know, as the sort of the, as a soldier who will never return. Like, uh, yeah, well, maybe Lippy shouldn't ride the fucking three no, wheeler. Well, we, I've said too much. I think it's because he's too dumb to remember which is his leg he's limping on, so he needs the ribbon to remind him. <laughs> okay, Eric, we got to go. Just we're gonna do some trivia here, real quick. So back okay. in the day in high school, when we when we played football, we had a few guys that weren't the brightest. They were guards and tackles. And they had R and L on their hands so they knew which way to pull when they were playing football. I know that has nothing to do with this, but it just reminds me of what we're talking about. So, Yeah, right. yeah. No, na- no names mentioned, but yes, uh, no. stay tuned for the After After Hours podcast where <laughs> yes. Troy... Our, our, yeah, our, our super Patreon subscribers get that. <laughs> yes. yes. Right, we'll bonus, name names. Bonus. Yes. <laughs> yeah, bonus content. Um, so... Uh, uh, we notice um, if you for the for the fans of munitions, there's some uh, some World War tank, two tanks and jeeps, um, which is not out of place for the Philippines. Um, part of that is because this friggin' movie, um, you can feel like it's sort of written on the ground, um, like, hey, we have some shit left over from the 1970 World War II film starring Michael Caine, uh, Henry Fonda, um, uh, which is too late, the hero. Um, which I also haven't seen. Have you seen too late? I, I have not seen it, but it sounds better than this movie. <laughs> well, that goes without saying. <laughs> um, so that was that was not using their three hundred fifty thousand dollars budget. They 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 got to had a bunch of free stuff there, so they're using this. Um, and uh, and then Duke, he's just unreliable. He jumps out of that truck um, while it's while moving, in like, motion. Just... Jumps out of the <laughs> truck and says, "Don't worry, I'll catch up." Like, wait, wait, wait. he okay. knows the way? Like, he knows how to get there? Like, Yeah, like this remote village in Cambodia that he's never been to. Like, he's, I'll get there before you do, you guys. Yeah, um, right. Yeah. And, uh, and, then, and then, of course, he shows up on a motorcycle with eight people, um, which is very, 
very Southeast Asian. Like he's, right. he's got, he's got them. It was like all, the brother and then the girlfriend. <laughs> like it was at least, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Three. They're but, on yeah. a little, like a, uh, a little like Yamaha 100. Right. CC. I think a pig um, they were taking to market. My dad would have been proud on the that one. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, they, and then, and then again, like, Hey, let's Limpy and Kim Sue and, and the baby and let's, you know, uh, Duke and Sarai, like, that's just everyone like this is a real uh, yeah. bring them um, all let's do it yeah this is this is this is a really ensemble cast now um and and boy i i did not see this coming you guys this is uh this is the six this is serious this is next level what, what comes is plot twist you just will like to hold on to your shorts um <laughs> this is six cents times a million this is m night Shyamalan. i didn't know he was writing in the 70s but um a a uh, kind of a very a very unearned plot twist I might add also is then um uh Kim Kim Sue is there with uh with her little um African American Asian baby right and then um like Limpy's over there <laughs> Limpy's over there and it's like I remember how it goes like oh hey how are you Kim Sue Captain Jackson so, so then it like it like you know dramatic music stings like closes up with their faces and like uh that's a it's that's your baby he said so it's so just uh like awkwardly they could have made a lot more meal out of this but yeah it man. says uh is that your man now or something like that and she kind of oh yeah pauses and then slightly yeah, he doesn't he doesn't even bring up the baby he's just like oh, maybe that's why, why the extra makeup was to make sure like to solidify this, like, yeah, yeah like, that's the father. In case you're too stupid to understand nuance. Like, well, this I, is the... I was 90% sure the second that uh, Limpy introduced us to that child um, a few scenes earlier, because we haven't been introduced to any other African-Americans in the movie, so what? <laughs> right. probably the captain. Yeah. Because there's yeah. not very many African-Americans during the, yeah. um, from what I've been told, so. Yeah, so. Doing reading. So this is, um. And then there's a kind of a uh, another awkward. Baby, <laughs> it's just you know, the Limpy and the two of them. Like you know, he she goes back to Limpy and hugs him, and he's holding the baby, and it's like they're it's like this happy family, and it's like they've known hey, each other. For she's a doing needlepoint. They've known each other for one day. Okay, like <laughs> <laughs> like he says, it's just like being married. Yeah. Um, no, it's not. So now we're stuck with these dueling love stories now between Cardigan Boy and Limpy. But you are treated to a Duke and Soraya awkward bathing scene in the waterfall. Again, this is just another completely tangential experience to like, uh, hey, let's, let's try to get a, a few more naked shots in uh, under the wire here. Um, it was beautiful, though, you have to admit. <laughs> it, was, it was really, really yeah. Well, he sucks at rinsing his hair because, you know, he had it all sudsed up and then he kind of leaned back under the waterfall to rinse it. But then they switch cameras and the, so it's kind of behind his head and his head's still full of soap. Like, come on, man. Let's, you got to do a little better yeah, job. He, he's, he's terrible at everything, um, <laughs> including staying alive. Oh, I said too much. Um, oh, no. Well, the, <laughs> because Duke and Soraya also out of no, I mean, Duke, I should say, Duke does have a history of just, yeah, yeah, taking off on it, taking off and um, leaving the group. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm, you would have thought like when they were screening guys, like, okay, has a history of like just spontaneously just like abandoning mission or doing whatever he's supposed to be doing. Because um, this is the third, fourth time that he's just like randomly just bailed on everybody. Yeah, yeah. 
but uh, like a like a teen horror movie, um, he's gonna learn his lesson, you guys, because uh, they they hit a landmine, and the the bike and the kids they fly like a hundred feet in the air. It's like it's crazy. Like that was beautiful. I laughed my ass off to be honest. It was amazing. <laughs> the bike fool me once, so... fool me twice, fool me three times, hit a landmine. And and it's and and the and the two of them do it's right. It's not like they had them not just jumping off of something because they did a full arc, so they, they had to launch them from something. Yeah. Like it had Shot to be super dangerous. Or something. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, One of those t shirt cannons with like a giant t shirt cannon. Yeah. Yeah. Into the into the ditch and uh um and then we see, um, you know, VC show up, um, also Filipinos, uh, show up with their machine guns and gun them. There's, there's, there's machine gun fire and red paint everywhere, you guys. It is uh, quite a scene of carnage. Um, it's horrific. And, uh, That's the end of and that. And they were actually fairly authentic machine guns, just to give you guys the, the uh, little known yes, fact. They, they, were, were they, they were actually Russian Papa Shah. Seven six two by twenty five round machine guns. They were. I, I give them credit for that. So I don't know if they were real, but they look seven six two seven six three. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes exactly. And uh, yeah, uh, can we right. can we jump back? Um, my favorite, yeah. maybe my favorite part of the movie is when they're planning the attack on the village, and they're looking at this miniature village that they've built. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And he's like, "All right, so you're gonna you're gonna go here to this this little hut and check here, right? Yeah. And then you're gonna go to this place." No, he makes it do with his eyes closed, right? Yeah, like, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And then, but I'm, the whole time I'm thinking, like, how many hours did you spend building this like fucking set when you yeah. could have just used a map? Like, like what? Well, so, like, two hundred thousand dollars was spent on this model of the three hundred thousand. <laughs> like, it is it is this. Is this wildly um, accurate oh. and like? I was thinking know, my kids would like love to play with it, like with like little guys and stuff. Like like it would be cool, like for you know a <laughs> yeah. little thing to play with. But it's an entire it's, un- like, it's not model. necessary. Yeah, it was so funny because like yeah, and then and then they're doing like a kind of uh, you know uh, close your eyes grasshopper, find your way around in the dark using your fingers to walk around the village. Like yeah, oh. Yeah. And they're in a tent, like in in the middle of the jungle, like when they're doing this. Like, how? Do, who brought this in? Like, where did this come? I'm sorry. There Maybe might be Kim some. Kim and Soraya. No. They they have some talents. Well, here's okay. I know we're her needle we're, pointing. She was. We know that there's going to be a battle scene. Here. Obviously, we're talking about it. But so initially, when they got their Yamahas, they had white helmets, and then when they go into battle, Limpy paints all their helmets like they're like beautiful, like. Red, white, and blue, nostalgic. Like, where did you get the materials? And it, yeah. why spend the time to paint these helmets? He, you, you remember earlier, Limpy also bugs out of. He's like, I don't want to spend the time like fixing up my bike and like armoring <laughs> it. Like, he's like, I'm gonna go to the club. He goes to the Mama Sonica, but he has suddenly all the time in the world to paint the helmets, make them more recognizable in obvious targets of like, yeah. Yeah, yeah they're very Americanized. It was. I'm like, yeah, wow, it was very you evil, can, evil Knievel, um, Hawkman kind of helmet. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, and so, and so then we're, we're coming up to the big, the big payoff here, the battle scene. And, uh, and they're smoking you know, some and, dope right before they head out. And, and what's, and what's, what was strange, um, in the lead up to the whole, this sort of secret 
fast in, fast out. Only a, a quote in the movie is only motorcycles can do this, you guys. Um, and here rolls up a slow tank, like, like right to the edge of the village. Like why um, it's providing cover fire. Uh, it was just, it was a weird, it was supposed to be like a secret behind the enemy, enemy lines. And here you have like, uh, you know, their, their equipment, they're pulling up. They're, they have one tank. I should say they have one tank. They're making it look like it's a whole, like maybe tank battalion. But. Well, they're, yeah, that they're laying down the cover fire, right? Cause they, cause that tank yeah. can't cross that, that, that line, uh, that imagine. Oh, right. It's the, line, the, the, right? the, so. the. The barbed wire, mm-hmm. hashtag decalb barbed wire. Um, That's right. That's the good stuff. Yeah, it's uh, uh, they've got the, <laughs> they've got it there. Um, the 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 losers charge the village, and uh, and then we get they they've been saving it. You can tell like the the for the audience are like, okay, these bikes are going to be a really going to be hot shit. So so don't show <laughs> just show peaks of them throughout. But like when there's a big reveal, they're like they're going to audience is going to lose their minds. <laughs> boy, oh boy. Tell me about these bikes, Troy. I was just impressed that uh, these guys are just what, well, quote unquote, hell's angels, but they've, their engineering skills are fairly primitive. Uh, they have uh, <laughs> guns that are directly welded to the handlebars, so you can't really, it's no, there's no pivoting right. or no turret. It's just you have to aim right. your handlebars no to down, where you want to shoot. No, it's just like, you have to aim at whoever you want to shoot. At where you're driving, trigger, yeah. The triggers are like way up in front. Like I don't know how they, if they had them hooked to their, who knows what to to make them fire. But it's like a forty round mag that would have been shot in within less than ten seconds. And to to change, right, the, you, have to, to, you have to stop and reach to, cha- to change the mag out. I mean, it just doesn't. It's just hilarious. Like, and then you have the three wheelers. That you have to pop a wheelie to shoot at the uh, the towers to shoot. You know, it's like it was so ridiculous that it was amazing. I I, I loved. That's my favorite part of the movie. Just yeah, if you yeah, just watch the last part of the movie. It's 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 awesome. But yeah, that's uh, the part that's in the Tarantino film. Like Steve the, McQueen the, would have been shaking his head for sure. Yeah, it's I mean, very uh, it, it's obvious homage to Great Escape, like jumping over fences and. Uh, well, one of my favorite uh, parts is you know they've kind of the the local what Cam- village in Cambodia uh you know they've got all these sort of sandbag sort of sort of things you know yeah. for defense purposes but they've they've built these uh motorcycle ramps in front of the sandbags so like in, <laughs> yeah. any time a motorcycle's approaching a sandbag thing he just goes <laughs> flying over the top of it like I'm like why did they build the motorcycle ramps there that's yeah. kind of weird I have my notes that it's like like an excite bike course here they've they've, they've like put these ramps like oh this will be a great jump here like let's like all <laughs> over the damn prison camp are. It was uh, super Dukes of Hazard with military <laughs> bikes, for sure. Yeah. At one point, one dude gets off his bike, take just holds a standard machine gun, shoots two guys with it, then puts the gun down, gets back on his bike, and continues driving around and shooting people. Like I'm like, what? What was the? Why'd you get off the bike then? Like I don't. Didn't really yeah, we, understand. We that would part. also say, we would also say that there are like there are like hundreds of of enemy soldiers and like. Shooting at them, and there's like three of them, four of them on a bike, and yeah, they're down they to seem... four now, right? Because Cardigan uh, got got it. So yeah, right. Duke Duke got uh, Sorry, Duke. met his maker, but uh, yeah. So so seemingly they're just really stymied by these bikes that can only shoot in one direction. Um, you have that, yeah. These long sweeping, and 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 there's lots of like, um, you know, 
burnout here. And they're like, Oh, let me, let me, let me go and jump over the building this way. Oh, and another, another fun fact was that <laughs> one of the, one of the brilliant engineering strategies was like, yeah, these bikes were going to attach grenades to the seat that only that, that, that automatically pull the pin. If you grab them, <laughs> that does not seem safe. Like if you're, <laughs> you'd have no choice of whether the pin you just, Oh, but the nemesis was the barbed wire. That's the hilarious part. Like they're doing all yeah. this and they, it's basically the fence kills them. It's not, uh, the, Too the soon, BC. Troy. I'm oh, sorry about on. that. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry, on. dude. Hold on. God but, dang it. I'm sorry. There are so many, it. so many important plot points before that. Okay. Okay. You got to well, get uh, to what? Uh, whew, devil Donnie that. or whatever is the stupid ball. Dirty Denny. Dirty Denny. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. Uh, his, his death was quite, uh, quite satisfying. Okay. Yeah, there's like Sorry mannequins flying everywhere and uh and guard towers being taken down by the three wheelers. Um and uh, you know, and and uh Danny's there and he gets his sort of last words in, it's like, oh no. <laughs> it's it's a very anticlimactic uh um but but it's so satisfying, like ten people shoot Danny. Yeah, he gets um, totally wasted. Yeah, and so uh the bad guy goes down. Um now this was all supposed to happen also at 4:55 in the morning. It said 4:55, which <laughs> it was very sunny out at the time. So maybe yeah. it was like summer solstice. I'm not sure what was going on there, but it was very bright <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, they 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 did that old, you know, 60s TV trick like, well, like let's uh we also oh, we also saw this agreed berets. Like it's supposed to be nighttime, but we're just going to like put a filter over the camera and uh, just just ignore the fact that you can clearly see the sun in the background and you can clearly see the the blue sky, but um, we'll just darken the camera um, rather than have it shoot it actually at night. Yeah, yeah, right. It was supposed to be at four in the morning. Um, so what do you think about uh, when Earring finds the uh, CIA agent? <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> there's some awkward... Um, uh, so, so uh, again, like things that they could have uh, told us before, apparently these two have, uh, have quite a past um, that we didn't know about, that old... Uh, Old Link and um and Davis, um old chat. Yeah, I think we let's let's listen to some uh, let's listen to some uh, some sound here. Who was it? I don't know, man. Twice now, five years ain't enough punishment is it? for riding your goddamn motorcycle, trying to breathe a little air. Because if you got an earring and long hair, the air ain't yours to breathe, is it? I mean, it belongs to the goddamn citizens, don't it, man? Okay, so hold on, <laughs> hold on a minute here. <laughs> first, first of all, wait, 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 wait. We should, we should let our audience know that they've been captured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So right, so so all of the um, all of them get get captured. So uh, Danny's out. So but speedy, like, so, limpy, and uh, earring. Yeah, right? and yeah. Link. Yeah, are in Pull there. Pull tap. And uh, so so they're in there with CIA Davis. And uh, find out they these two have a past, and and what was there seems to be a uh, a lot that skipped here because Link says, "Well, I was put in jail for five years for just having some fresh air and just enjoying myself on my bike." And so you're thinking, like, okay, I I, I see you have a point, Link. And oh, uh, it there was, was some it Academy was... Award shit though. That was probably <laughs> if you're gonna like win people over, those some amazing. Well, when when people over to hating the protagonists in the film, like, oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I did a spit take. Like, what? Like, <laughs> yeah, I know. And, <laughs> and, and and also, like, he's a CIA agent. What is he doing? Like, busting like 
He's a part-time prosecutor. Um, motorcycle driving um, <laughs> crimes, like back in the states, it was just. Uh, um, or 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 would that was that in Nam that he did? You know, slow. Like, it was slow time, right? I mean, at that point, there wasn't a lot going on. So none of none of this is explained. <laughs> like you're just there, throw this shit out there. Uh, um, well, there's there's lots that is unexplained. Let's let's hear well, the. He, uh, yeah, go ahead. You got a clip? Well, I was gonna, let's listen to the newspaper take on the Chinese army here. Okay. Three doped out, freaked out American hmm. motorcycle tramps tried to take on the entire Chinese army. The entire Chinese army? And don't you think that's a little bit ridiculous? Yeah, I do. Nobody think that's ridiculous. You see, because that ain't the way it is. I mean, we're not trying to take on uh, the yeah. Chinese He's misunderstood, you guys, is what it is. Well, yeah, the CIA agent is a little ticked because he was this close, this close to almost getting the Chinese out of Cambodia himself. Just him, on his own. <laughs> was it for you meddling kids? You know, I would have gotten away yeah. with it. It's a total, yeah. Um, here's, uh, here's uh, let's, let's listen to him talk about why the CIA is there. You really are stupid, you know that. You think I came in here by accident? You think I just stumbled in here? I came in here for a specific reason. To get the red Chinese out of Cambodia. And I almost made it. Almost. almost. And then you, with all your funny-looking people, came in here and blew <laughs> it for me. Okay, Davis is also he's in he's in jail. He's a prisoner. Like, how is he this close to like? He was so close. His master plan, like, um, that was part of his plan to be. His captive. face was gonna break their fists, or what? What was his master plan like to get like? Oh, yeah. I I, I thought there's like so much to chew on here that they could have like completely left. Oh, good lord. Um. And then, uh, and then we get. Uh, oh, we get now, a, new character. This guy's a, a new character. A new character. A new character. Now, yeah. is he is he the Albanian? That's what I um, was thinking, but I'm not sure. So, a very, a very clear not Chinese person, but that. But again, this film <laughs> throws a lot of curveballs at you. So, so it was <laughs> it was referenced once uh, yeah. a while ago in the movie, like, oh, some Albanian guy is like cooking the Vietnamese mechanic up with supplies or something. I think. Um, they're like, stay away from him. Right, right, because he's a commie, right? So, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so the Albanian comes into their little jail cell and says, uh, all right, we're going to go to China. And right when he says the word China, you hear the... Uh, yeah, well, let's, let's, let's you listen got that? to that, Matt. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> Have a long journey to start from tomorrow. Where to? Have you ever been to China before, Mr. Davis? Oh, groan. Oh. Oh. oh, they just couldn't resist, could they? Like, it's right out of Hong Kong Fooey. Like, they just, oh. like, play that. Oh, you know, is it possible not to sound a gong when you say Asia? Like, it is really. Went to the Far East. Yeah. Everybody was kung fu fighting, Eric, so. Yeah, that's true. They were fascinating. Um, and so, uh, then we're treated to these, uh, you know, it's interesting, um, you know, Southeast Asia is very multilingual, um, but these, these Vietnamese and Chinese soldiers, um, knew a lot of Tagalog. <laughs> they're, 
they're speaking <laughs> in in their in their bunks and they are laughing. Boy, they're having a good time. They're yucking it up. Yep. Um, so much so that they don't realize that uh, uh, on the other side of the those thin sheet of bamboo <laughs> that is that is separating them, that they have uh, overtaken the guards. Um, well, the 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 guard uh, when the Albanian came in, he gave the CIA agent cigarettes, and I think he gave the bikers a bunch of weed. I think uh, a little wacky tobacco, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, and so mm-hmm. and so the bikers oh, yeah. are like over laughing, like like your stereotypical caricature of like a stoner laugh thing. Um, for it was getting quite right. annoying how long it was going on, actually. But um, I know it was awkward. Like <laughs> you can stop. Yeah, you're right, right. And so but they were so doing they, that to create a diversion. Everyone was la- everyone was laughing. And um so they ambushed their jailers. Um and uh they basically they, just punched through the walls to get out because they're made out of like banana leaves and stuff. So like yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. N- n- not even bamboo like yeah, not even like like bamboo stockade. We're talking like no. like woven together like <laughs> like like banana leaf mats, like Right. There's yeah, like some was... incredible Hulk shit going through that, like busting through it. Yeah. Hulk Hogan um, kind of style WWE. So, so the, uh, now, now Troy, we can go to your point. Sorry, you know, I, bar- gosh. Barbed wire I... really bedevils their escape. What was funny yes. is that like good old, uh, good old uh, speed. He just like rides right through the barb. I was like, so there's, there's like an eight levels of barbed wire on this fence and speed just blasts through it. And nothing happened. It just bink, it like opens up and he rides through it. But somehow the the the, the trike comes through next, or the three wheeler comes by, and he's got you've got uh, you've got Limpy and um and and CIA Davis on the back of there, and uh, they get upended by the barbed wire. Um, the Calb is known for its barbed wire, of course, and um, you know right. only Invented the best here. I, um, Barb City, really. really. Um, yeah, the, the, and uh, because it's friggin' three wheeler, it tips over and, um, lands right on top of, uh, on, it may have tipped over because there was just like a three degree, like incline or something also, <laughs> because yeah, it is a three wheeler. <laughs> yeah, it was like, not good. Yeah. I, I'd like, I also didn't understand how, like they had Davis, like, um, like they're like choking him. Um, like all the way out of the escape and onto the bike, and then they get on the bike. It's like, okay, wrap your arms around me. <laughs> like, we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna ride. Off. Like, why? Why did you? You aren't worried about? He could actually choke you now from behind. Like, um. So they're the the they're running away, and then uh, of course, um. Uh, yeah, the cavalry is there. Like the the U.S. slash South Vietnamese troops are waiting at the border yeah. with the uh, tank and whatnot. Um, getting providing cover. Um, oh, and then the, but a big the captain, Captain Jackson. Yeah, that was sad. Yeah. That was a sad. He's moment. he's killed by friendly fire. Friendly tanks, fire. Uh, yeah, tanks. Uh, shoot him down. I mean, again, explosion was nowhere near him, or, <laughs> but he it takes him down. Um, Link is gunned down. Like, so so. Three two motorcycles have gone through this fence. There's a big giant hole, and somehow Link, which which he could easily he could have stood up on that motorcycle and driven through that fence without touching anything, but he somehow crashes right before the fence, uh, like lays it down and then runs. 
Um, and uh, he's shot down. Um, by well, he the, catches uh, the CIA agent. Oh yeah, yes. yeah. He's as he's being shot, basically at the same time. Right. Yeah. And then, um, and then, good old, good old uh, Speed. That's me. Um, he's 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 chasing that CIA agent down. He's going to cut his guts out, and then the CIA agent running through the American force, like kill him, kill him. And uh, so they, and so the last man, the last of the Mohicans, he's gunned down. Um, and uh, you know, we see, and, he's, and he says, uh, what do you say? Like, that's the best thing you ever did, or you did something alert. right. You finally did yeah, something finally right. Did something right. <laughs> Spoiler yeah, alert if you haven't seen Last of the Mohicans. Yeah, yeah, sorry. And, um, <laughs> and then, uh, and it was a pretty great uh, closing uh, montage. Uh, it's like every kill in the movie is, is oh yeah, sort of in in sort of Batman style, pow, bam, like flashed on the screen, like in in broken mirror style. Yeah, it's like a three second recap of every death, like during the ending credits, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, with the with the with the with the slow emphasis on slow rock jam of the losers, you know, playing. Um, Oh, good. You're not going to, you're going to play that again? Uh, um, yeah, no, we don't have the right, we don't have enough money, you guys, for the rights okay. to, to, the, to the losers. Um, yeah, boy, this, uh, this film, um, it, it's, is it, is it a good, bad movie? Uh, do you guys think? Is it a, it's clearly a bad movie, but is it a good, bad movie? Like, again, we're it's talking- so bad that it's fun to watch. We were already talking the Hallmark rated version versus the Gonzo rated version, so depends on what how you want to yeah. generalize you, it. Yeah, are we, are we rating watch them this right now? Then USS uh, USS Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it's I don't know in the Gonzo related filmography. I think it's 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 right in the middle at least for sure. But it uh, it. Um... I I tried looking up sources on this, um, but it's it's said more than one place that um, um, the 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 writer for Apocalypse Now, John Milius, said that this film was a, a big inspiration. Now, big inspiration. Um, <laughs> I, I think an inspiration of what not to do. Is like, what I think. like, like yeah. let's not do this. Yeah, yeah. inspiration in quotes for sure. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. How not to? How not to uh, make yeah, a film? Make a, um, right, exactly. But 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 obviously there there are some yeah yeah I think I'm, I think I'm with Troy. There's some of the sort of the some of the grindhouse Gonzo, some of the kind of pre, like that is it's this these cliches that are kind of uh, make it um, fun is the wrong word, but kind of kind of kind of exciting or or like or it's like it's hilarious at times. Like there are just so many. I'll, I'll I'll reserve till we're rating. Yeah, it's, just, yeah, so, it's so bad it's good. I mean, it's just one of those like. Yeah, I think it's a good bad. Yeah, let, let's go to let's go to the dong rating. I think we can. Okay. Uh, um, let's. Uh, I'll 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 start off. Um, boy, we need to keep a score. I need to keep a tally of my dong ratings so that I think if I look back and compare, like you gave this more more dong than a <laughs> you need a, now. Like, a I, dong chart like on your on your wall. So you can compare yeah, yeah, dong we'll size. Keep, um, we need a, we need a yeah. spreadsheet. Um, right, right. So it's a dong comparison chart. So I think I think it, I think for 
song rating. I'm going to give this. I'm going to give this a six. Oh my god! Like, it, it, uh, <laughs> a six it, in well, general. Listen, but, but so, but listen, listen. It's not a good movie. It's a terrible movie. But oh. like, if you were, if you, if you had like some friends over, and you were like drinking, um, and like, smoking. Yeah, and smoke like like platoon or something would be like it's obviously a much more important film, but it's not like if like like hey you guys are gonna watch something crazy, like I might put I could put losers on and it would be um you wouldn't have to pay too much attention, um you'd have some entertaining stuff you'd be, it's like you'd white be noise kind of you'd be shocked at the anachronisms and mm. um yeah so uh I don't feel good about that rating but I can't I can't change it now boys uh all right no. All right. Salute to you, sir. I'll uh I'm gonna bring the average down. Um I'm not gonna go six. Um I I can appreciate the whole it's so bad it's good genre. Um something like, you know, Roadhouse or Commando or something like that that right. gets into that okay, I know I'm watching trash, but there are great things to take out of this film, even though it's garbage. Um this this Tell me is more. this is pretty pretty much lacking in a lot of that. It is pretty offensive, honestly. Like in a lot of ways. Um, and <laughs> yeah, um, oh, and it's it's everything is terrible about it, honestly. And when you say USS Christmas or this, like <laughs> this is the level. But but would you, would you rather watch at. this than USS Christmas? I'm not sure that I would, honestly. Ooh. Like, uh, like. <laughs> I think I maybe would pick this. I can't remember what I gave USS Christmas. I think maybe a one or something. But um, I think I'll go a little higher, but it's in that ballpark. I'm going to go... I'll, I'll go two. Mm. I'm going to split the difference with you guys. Uh, okay. You know, I love the A-team. Um, I like, uh, you know, ignorant bikers. I like the combination of the two. I like the 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 paint the paint the paint you buy at uh, Home Depot the the bright red. It makes it fun. So yeah, if you have to invite the right people to your party to watch this show, um, I I'm 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 gonna sit right at a four with this. Uh, but yeah, you you have to have your genres of like you have to have your hallmarks genres like yeah, USS Christmas. I think I had it right in the middle or maybe a little higher, maybe seven. But I, yeah, I think this is a gonzo type film where yeah, four is good, but I'm just going to leave it at that. I'm not going to say anymore. So. Yeah. Um, well maybe next episode I'll be forced to, uh, give it, give a, give a addendum and bring my rating down. I already, I already feel that urge, but I'm going to, I'm going to stand by it. Uh, I'd probably give a four too, but, um, yeah, well, it's uh, we can't uh, we can't leave without having um, our favorite segment, which is book of the week. My favorite segment too. Um, thanks, Mark and Mira. And since we're dealing with going into Cambodia for I, you know, if you want to call it the plot of this film, not sure that. Um. Why don't why don't we concentrate on Cambodia for our book of the week and let's let's do let's give a shout out to Kent Clymer. Hey. Uh, who colleague of uh Professor Jones there and uh 
chair for me on my dissertation committee. And one of the foremost sort of diplomatic historians and certainly of U.S. and Southeast Asia relations. Definitely. And this man works, works like hell. He's got books on U.S. relations with India, with Burma. He's got uh, uh, a two-part series book on U.S. relations with Cambodia, which is where I'm going to head. So part one is uh, U.S. United States and Cambodia, 1870 to 1969. From curiosity to confrontation. Part two is United States and Cambodia, 69 to 2000, a troubled relationship. And there is a kind of condensed one part version of that book uh, called Troubled Relations through NIU Press. Uh, and so check those out. But this is, there's not a ton of stuff out there on US relations with Cambodia. This is probably the best one that kind of condenses it down uh, and, and looks at that kind of long relationship so i mean you know climber goes all the way you know back to the 19th century uh and brings it up to almost the present um and he is uh somewhat sympathetic to sienuk which i think in some respects sienuk definitely deserves and um it is you know i, th- I think this is you know him chandler kiernan those are probably the big three if you're looking for stuff on cambodia um so for the U.S. aspect of relations with Cambodia, hit up the climber, Kenton Climber, and enjoy. Taught me everything I know. So, yeah, I guess you could blame him, maybe, or don't blame him. Yeah, no. yeah, blame Blame him. me. Blame Eric. He was also on my committee. So, <laughs> so well, you know, um, we promise... Uh, we promise, you know, we, we've, we've been through a lot with our listeners the last uh, few months. We've We've had some... Some some USS Christmas we've had, uh, um, you know we we've we, we're, we're Indochine is going to be will by the time you hear this will will have dropped um, kind of heavy tome. Uh, this was a lighter one. Uh, we thought would offset. We like to go back and forth a bit and kind of go palette. right right um, for our our own sanity I think as well. Like it's <laughs> watching the dark heavy stuff like back to back to back to back is is rough. So, um, and uh, you know. As as a uh, a famous critic on on Twitter says, you know, we're just uh, Americans with a comedy podcast uh, about napalm. So, um, uh, <laughs> right, take right. that. Yeah, yeah. So, um, well, for uh, for napalm in the morning, um, I've been Eric Jones. I am T Roy, and I'm Matt Yagel. Hit us up at Napalm Podcast. Hit that like button. Be generous. Give us that five star review. You know you want to. And we will see you next time on. I love the smell of great pump in the morning. Did you first I'll bet you could suck a golf ball through a garden hose. Good morning, Vietnam! You let me worry about that green beret. Napalm in the morning. Your first, last, and only podcast for the Vietnam.